Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. And welcome to it. Tracy Morgan in with Let's Talk. It's just about 1115. Welcome to the program as always. This is our day that we get to talk, or this is the time of day that we get to talk to great professionals in and around the, the area about issues that are important to you. But you know what? We do that throughout the day as well. We do that at noon and for our extended news at noon. But we have a full 30 minutes that we will promise you today. And we are talking with uh, Family Pathways today. But we're talking about the school. If you've heard us in the past, we talk often about the Monarch Montessori Preschool. And since we're right on top of school, we're going to go ahead and uh, cover that again today. Before we talk to both Chris and Lisa, we want to make sure that you know the different ways that you can listen. Because, of course, you do have us on the radio. We love you for it if you are listening to us on a radio. But we know that most people have gone digital. So those means on our half uh, of this is that you can listen to your Alexa-powered device. You can listen to the app that you can put down or download onto your mobile device, or you have the streaming online at WISR680.com. So any of those ways are good. And then after we're done with this, you can listen to it in its entirety on our website. And what you would do is pick programs and then let's talk and then look for family pathways. All right, Chris Day is with us. She's the Monarch Montessori preschool teacher. Lisa Binus is the preschool teacher's aide. We've talked to you both before. Welcome. I know you're on the phone with me so welcome both of you thank you nice to be here it is nice yeah it's nice to have you and uh it's august so how many days do you have left (laughs) before the kids come back around 20 i think it is i'm pretty sure we start september 7th so that's our orientation day um we have several many children registered already and we're ready for a another great year it is going to be another great year, and, and we'll talk about the safety protocols and things like that coming up in a couple of years, or a couple of years, in a couple of minutes. <laughs> we won't wait that long to talk about it, but last year was one of your best years ever, and we'll, we'll cover that as well. But first, give me the, the background of Montessori and the history, especially now that it's at Family Pathways. Well, uh, the history of um, the Montessori method is um, based on the theories of child development of Dr. Maria Montessori, and she lived in, um, from 1870 to 1952. She was the first female physician in Italy. Um, she was far ahead of her time, a real pioneer in, e- in education, and um, she left medicine for education and developed her method called the Montessori method that was based on observations of children and experimentation within the environment, the materials and the lessons that were available to them. She um, realized that children begin to learn as soon as they are born. Most of our learning is through sight. So most of the Montessori method is um, by showing. We learn 83% by sight, um, 11 by hearing, and so in her teachings, it's less talk and more showing. Um, the preschool years are a very critical time for the brain development, and she called the children having an absorbent mind because it's like a sponge. Um, what, what we're showing them from birth to six in teaching them, they suck it up just like a sponge. Um, so we had met Sister Giuseppe back, I don't know if you were in Butler, back in the... Uh, 70s, um, she developed her Montessori method off the 
teachings of Dr. Maria Montessori. So she developed a school. And then about 10 years after that, I met her in the mid-80s and was so enthusiastic about her um, school that we decided to start our own. And I was then teaching preschool at the YWCA underneath Margaret Clausen. And um, she, she said, whatever you want to do, Chris. So she opened that door for me, and our school took off. So we're up in 30 years now, and we have now moved from the YWCA to the Family Pathways, where we've been, uh, this will be our third year with Family Pathways. So... And it's, it's been a, it's um, been a great journey for you to be able to to make it to that point, Lisa. Would you like to offer any thoughts on on um, the the journey, if you will, of the Montessori school? Yes. Well, the it's been quite a transition from one to the other. We've um, uh, we're fully licensed with the state of Pennsylvania, so we. Um, had to get used to some changes, but we got through all those. And, you know, it's great to be able to get through that process and still be able to focus on the kids. So um, what I like to tell people is just if you're thinking about preschool for your kids, give us a call, come into the classroom and see it. Once you see how it's set up, even if you've never heard of Montessori before, you can see it right in front of you because the the environment is prepared. The classroom is set up for kids to learn. They can't come in here and not learn, right? So my own kids went through the program when they were preschool aged. They're now 10 and 13. So I've been in love with it ever since they've come here. And I just want to share it with every preschool aged kid that I can because it's wonderful. And Miss Chris was just talking about how the kids learn most often by seeing things hands-on. It almost sounds like adults would learn the same about Montessori if we've ha- heard of it or not heard of it. It seems like if we're there and, and experience it in person, it's going to uh, give us a different perspective. Exactly, yes. So again, Montessori School at Family Pathways and of course, they're 100 Brew Avenue. I always call it the Butterfly Building. I think most of us do. <laughs> and so they're yeah. um, at the Butterfly Building in downtown Butler. Now, let's talk a little bit about your location. Exactly where do people find you? Because I know, again, you'll always have that new portion and then the original portion and, and the security of your building. If someone has not come into the Monarch Place or, or your building at all, it's really secure. You have to go through a few steps to even get through the building. Yes, exactly. So there are two main entrances. Well, there's three main entrances now to the building, but most often two are used. So one is on the third floor, which is actually the entrance right on Brew Avenue, and there's a parking lot across the street. And that's the main entrance for Family Pathways and the other programs that are in the building. But our main entrance is on the first floor, so it's kind of around the back of the building on the lower level. There's a big parking lot down there and a nice Um, secure little covered porch entrance there and that's where our parents bring our kids and we all meet down there in the morning and um, the building is very secure you have to buzz in there are cameras everywhere and they'll ask you in the office who are you here to see you know and they go through all the protocols and so nobody can get in unless you're supposed to be here so we feel very safe the kids feel very safe the parents know that their kids are safe so we really love being in this location 
And Ms. Chris, let me ask you, talk about the building itself on what levels do you use? Because again, if you've been in the Monarch building or the Monarch place, there are different levels in which kids can uh, gather, uh, adults can gather, you have different floors for events or uh, something that's a special occasion, if you will. So where are the kids, um, are they using just one floor or do you use multiple floors for your preschool? Well, our actual classroom is up on the fourth floor. We call it the penthouse. <laughs> we, we take the elevator up to the fourth floor. It's a beautiful, beautifully designed room. Um, when I used to be through the Y, um, shortly before I became part of Family Pathways, um, Dr. Lewis remodeled this entire floor, and I got to pick you know, so many of the things that I wanted. And so we have a learning room, and then we also have an activity room on the fourth floor. Um, but being part of Family Pathways now, we get to utilize every floor in this building and the new part. So that's been one of the greatest things for me um, as I've seen this uh, new development unfold. Um, Ellen lets us go there, sit in front of the fireplace, read, go in the activity room there. Um, we have access to so many different rooms, so they're in different environments. We have a room that we have a Christmas party in, a Thanksgiving feast. Um, we have access to uh, just about anything we want here, and that it really makes it nice for the kids because it's like an adventure, a different adventure every day. But most of the time we are up you know, on the fourth floor in the what's called the prepared environment. The classroom's set up with shelves around it, brightly colored everything, desks, shelves, materials, and it's all sticker coded. So part of Montessori is the children work individually and they know where to put everything back because the sticker. So the room is neat when they come in and as they leave, they've cleaned it up neat as a pin as they've seen it when they arrive. Um, it's just a beautiful atmosphere. The whole building is, is lovely. If you've never been over here, which I've, I'm proud to show it to, to many people, um, you, you wouldn't believe. It's, I think it's the most beautiful building in Butler. It is. It's a gorgeous building. Uh, Chris, while I have you, again, Chris Day, the Monarch Montessori preschool teacher, talk about your love of what you do. Talk about your journey to getting to the position that you're in. Well, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice, and anybody that talks to me, I can't. Um, I used to think, oh, when I turn a certain age, I'll, I'll be ready to be done. I don't see that anywhere in sight. <laughs> I don't know if it's the kids keep me young, but um, I thoroughly love it. And we just finished the end of June this year, and honestly, by the second week in July, I had missed it already, and I come up here throughout the summer and already getting ready for the fall. It's just a huge part of my life. Um, the children, we become like a, a, a family, an extended family. And if you've ever been part of our classroom, you'll, you'll always be part. You know, we don't forget our students and they don't seem to forget us either. Um, it's just, it's something so unique. Um, and I've been blessed all these years to, to have it. And more blessed by the people that have been, you know, in my life, like Lisa, Ellen, Margaret, my mother, Miss Rita, who was my assistant for many years. Um, and I think that's helped me along my journey, too. And I carry all of them with me. 
And Lisa Binus is the preschool teacher's aide. She's also on the phone with us with Family Pathways with the Montessori Preschool. So, Lisa, also, same question to you. Talk about your journey in getting to where you were. Well, I seem to be right where I need to be whenever I need to be there. It just sort of happened this way, and I couldn't imagine it happening any other way. So, like I said, my two children went through the Montessori program. It was the best thing I could have ever done for them to prepare them for school. And then when my daughter had finished, she graduated from preschool, I was still, you know, pretty good friends with Miss Chris and Miss Rita, and I happened to be right here when they needed me because I would always volunteer. I would always help them with anything they needed. And when Miss Rita was no longer able to keep being the teacher's aide, because it's pretty demanding, even though it's just a helper, it's a, a pretty tough job sometimes. Um, I was able to step in and help her, and I just didn't leave. So it's been wonderful, and I can't imagine ever leaving. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like the start date, as you were mentioning before, Ms. Chris, is uh, September 7th, the orientation day. Whoever wants to talk about it, I'll let you both have that platform. Talk about what they, that day will be like. What are you anticipating? Well, um, we have an open house policy. It starts at 9 o'clock um, till 12 o'clock noon. And the children come with their parents, um, you know, whenever they can. They've, they've already registered, so they know this is the orientation day. And we show them around the room. Um, we show them, you know, where their mailbox is, where they hang their coats and backpacks, where the restrooms are. We um, fill out more paperwork, talk about, you know, whatever safety protocols we're going to have to do this year, um, give them information about the upcoming year and just get them used to the environment where they're going to be sitting where what areas of the building they're going to be in and um like i said they fill out the necessary paperwork because there's a lot with the state we have a lot more paperwork than i used to have and um so we have an opportunity to meet each each um, family along with their child and um, answer any questions that they might have. And then the following day is our September 8th, Wednesday, is our first actual day of class. And so they've come in the classroom with their parents the first time, and then um, downstairs at the door where when they arrive the next morning is where we try to make that break. They, they know their parents have been in here. They felt comfortable there, but that's where we try to make that break. And I would say 99% of the time it's, it's an easy transition. Um, occasionally we, we might have a few tears, but once they come up into the classroom, the environment is so pleasant and calming that I've never lost a child from separation anxiety. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, that, my kids are no longer that age. They're grown up now. But uh, I remember those days where it was like, what, day one, day two, and then they were like, see you, Mom, bye. <laughs> you right. know, and they were off right. to preschool. They were ready to go. They, they felt very excited about going to their preschool classes. Yeah, the parents might be crying. <laughs> right, <the> right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself now. I know, I know. Uh -huh. So that's fabulous. So what is the registration process like? If you say they've already registered, did I hear you say that? Yes, so um, we have a couple of openings still available, but so if anybody listening, if they have a preschool age child and they haven't registered them for preschool yet, they're thinking about, you know, maybe they do want to have them come, 
So they should just give us a call. Um, the registration process is they just come into the classroom, schedule a visit with us. Um, there's a $25 registration fee. They fill out the, you know, all this paperwork, the emergency information and all that. Um, we have three options uh, available. There's a two-day-a-week program, three-day-a-week program, or five-day-a-week program. So two days would be Tuesday, Thursday. Three-day would be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, of course, five days would be Monday through Friday. Um, and so, really, they just need to uh, give us a call, come in and visit, and we'll get them all set up. So if they're hearing you right now, there are very few opportunities left, but there still are some. And if I understand that correctly, to be correct, then parents are going to want to make sure that they get on this with you with Family Pathways. Yes. Yes. Because, they're, yeah, the, the positions will go quite quickly. And you know what? Let me ask yeah. you how they contact you. And we'll do that again before we leave. But what's the contact information <laughs> if we'd like to find out more about Monarch Montessori Preschool at Family Pathways? They could call 724-841-9307, and I will answer the, the call mm-hmm. and get back to them if, if um, they leave a voicemail. Um, we definitely do only have a few openings because this preschool isn't a large preschool. It's an individualized preschool. So on any given day, whether it be Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we don't like to have more than 10 children. Um, so some of the kids, like she said, come two, some three, some five. And often like a three-year-old will sign up just to see how it goes for two days in September but by October, November, they want to come more. So um, we try to keep, you know, keep that in mind, and that's why we only do have a few openings because we registered people back in March. Well, Ms. Chris, does it ever go the other way? Do some kids sign up and then think, okay, this is, I'm not ready for this, or maybe the parents aren't ready for it. Is there a waiting list for someone else to take that spot? Sometimes there is a waiting list, yes, sometimes in the past. But we really... Um, the only reason that somebody might not be ready is if they have to be um, 100% toilet trained. Um, and once in a while, I think back through the years, maybe a few times that's happened where somebody wasn't quite ready. And then we um, re-invite them to try in January. We'll re-register them in January. So um, this year, that isn't the case. We don't have a waiting list, but like I said, there's probably just a few openings left, one for each, like a Tuesday, Thursday program and and maybe a um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now, when you talk about the class size being just about 10 kids or so, was that pre-COVID? I mean, that doesn't have any, uh, that wasn't a cause and effect of COVID, right? Right. That's always been the Montessori way, and it goes by, you know, the area, the classroom size, and we do, you know, um, they learn a lot in here. So, um, it, you know, more than 10 children with two teachers, it's it's um, it wouldn't be a justice to the, to the child. Right, right. So we will talk about your safety protocols next, but let's talk about how last year was one of your best years, in spite of COVID, I mean, the, the restrictions and regulations, we've talked to you both before, and of course, that was constantly changing for everyone. But how was it that last year was one of your best years? 
Um, I don't know. It blew my mind, too. But <laughs> the, the children learned different life lessons. They couldn't really play, you know, right beside each other, right, you know, touching, you know, the materials at the same time playing, you know, as closely as they used to. But they learned other things from each other. Like I can remember they would say, I wear my mask to protect you, and you wear your mask to protect me, and I care about you. And if if a, a child, I just can't even explain it, but they just seemed so understanding and joyful to be in a classroom because most children weren't doing many things. But coming in here, the parents entrusted us because they knew that we were doing all the safety protocols, and, um, you know, they had their own crayon boxes where before we shared crayons markers we'd wipe things down each time you know they would use it and the children were watching out for each other too so they learned life lessons that we didn't expect them to learn we didn't think we thought they wouldn't want to wear their masks and they would be you know they might drop out because of it or you know it would be impossible i don't remember one kid tugging at a mask or trying to take it off they just I think they were just so happy to be here. And Lisa, it is only a three-hour session, so it wasn't like an eight-hour day. Right, too. true, true. Lisa, anything that you would mm-hmm. like to add about last year? Yeah, I just think they were so wonderful. Like, we were, we tried to prepare so much ahead of time for last year because, like everyone else, we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't want to not have school, so we had to just do the best we could, separate the desks, you know, separate different things, figure out, we just figured out ways to still be able to do it, still be able to have it be the Montessori program, but just a little bit different in order to maintain spacing, to do the best we could with all of the the things we had to because of COVID. And we didn't have one situation where a child got sick in our classroom. So I was really proud that we got through the whole year like we did, that we did have a little bit of time where the school was closed because we were directed to when um, the numbers in our county were rising last year. But we made up for it by coming in June, and it worked out wonderfully. And the kids took everything in stride. They were great at wearing their masks. They didn't complain. They were so happy to be able to have school and be here with us, and we made it happy for them. So it's just been, I can't, and all the different events that we had to do, like our Thanksgiving feast and our field trip, like beforehand when we were trying to plan, we weren't sure exactly how it was going to go, if we could do it in a safe way, but we figured it out and we did it with the safety measures, and it was amazing. We had our best Thanksgiving ever. We had a wonderful field trip in the fall. Like each thing that we did Chris and I, we would talk about it after. We couldn't get over how well it went, and we were just so happy at the end of the year that we got to do all the things that we wanted. The one thing that we didn't was our Christmas, our our winter party, but we made up for it when we came back in the winter. We still did winter things, and then we even got out the Christmas puzzles, and the kids loved doing the Christmas puzzles when it wasn't Christmas. So we just, we were so happy that we made it work. You know, we, we had this obstacle, but we made it work. And, and hopefully we can do it again this year without so much worry and stress ahead of time, well, you know, about what we're going to do because we're used to it, right? right we we right. have a system down now that we know works. Well, let's talk a little bit about this year then. Uh, the two conversations going on right now are safety protocols. What will you be doing in school this year? And then, of course, the other conversation are masks or no masks. What, what are your plans? 
until we're directed, you know, um, from Oakdale, we're not 100% sure yet, but we'll be prepared for whatever it is because, like I said, we did it before we can do it again. And many of our parents are returning, you know, with either their sibling or their child's second year. So they, um, they already know. You know, we haven't had any questions. They know we're waiting to get, you know, our directive from, from Oakdale. But um, I just feel much, I feel better this year knowing that we can do it. We, we, we've already been through it. We can do it. Um, Lisa and I have been vaccinated, of course. So um, even if the children do have to wear a mask, we will wear our mask, too, to set the example. So, And, and I respect you for that. There have been, mm-hmm. and I don't know people's situations, so I'm not trying to judge. It's right. just I respect you to say I'm setting the example for the kids because you're around the kids. Mm-hmm. And there are times exactly. where I see, you know, kids wearing a mask, but an adult not. Again, I'm, I'm not trying to judge. I'm not, I don't know their situation. But um, it's just right. nice for you to be able to say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do what the kids are doing at the same time. Right. That's how we approach it. Most things that we do is we we set the example for the kids and we follow the needs of the children. You know, right, so yeah, we would absolutely yeah. wear them. If the kids have to wear them, we're definitely wearing them. Yes. So, so your safety protocols. Well, let me ask it this way. The cleaning protocols. Are you keeping that up? Because mm-hmm. a preschool is a preschool. And, you know, even pre pre covid, yes. you knew if one kid was getting the sniffles, it was probably going to work its way through the, the classroom. So are, are you still keeping up with the safety or protocols with cleaning? I am the, like, cleanest freak you can imagine. I never thought I would find somebody <laughs> equal or even better than me, and Lisa's <laughs> even better at it. So, like, we're, we're on top of it every second. But we do it subtly. Like, when the child goes to put a toy back on the shelf, as the child walks away, we're wiping it down. So the next child will have it, you know, right, so yeah. we're we're on top of it at all times. We're not making the children nervous about it. But as soon as they turn to walk away, she's constantly wiping the desks down. As soon as they uh, put the put the material to get up, she wipes that desk back down. Um, it, it, it's, it's worked. You yeah. know, it's definitely worked. So here's my big question. What's your secret? I need to know the secret on, on the talent that you both have <laughs> to get a group of young kids to be able to, I don't know, collectively do the same thing at the same time, like sit down, listen to a story, I mean, put things away. What is the secret? I don't know if it's the environment or just our mindset or we're, we're really like the same person. Lisa is really... The same person as me. And um, the minute I met her as a mother, you know, I was teaching her son first. She reminded me of Sister Giuseppe. So if you knew a lot of people in Butler from the past know Sister Giuseppe, you um, would understand that. The calmness that we both have, I mean, when we're in here with the the children, and just um, I can't explain what the secret is. Just the love of it? I, I don't know, Lisa. What do you think it is? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a combination of things. So we both love kids so much, and it just, and we both watch kids so much, and we both have learned so much from kids, right? It's just it's a combination of all that. It's the prepared environment. It's the expectations that we set. Because September is kind of, it's 
not a typical month usually, but we need to get through September in order to get to the typical days and months and routines. So September's our our month where we read over the rules, you know, we explain the rules, and, you know, we interact with the kids, and we talk about rules a lot. So we just set the expectations in a calm, loving way, and they just pick up on it, and they know what to do. I don't know. I feel maybe we're both super lucky or blessed, or I don't know. We feel that way, but it's a combination of all that, you know. Mostly, we, we love what we do, and the kids pick up on it, and they just are so ready to learn that they just can't not learn, you know? Well, <laughs> I just have to say it's a talent because, again, when my kids were that young, I remember sitting in a Sunday school class at the time, and, and there was a woman there that was just like both of you, right? And she said, well, if you give us, you know, a week or so, all these kids will sit. And I thought, really, come on. And, boy, she had them <laughs> sitting. And I thought, you have a talent. <laughs> you have a talent and a gift that I truly, truly respect. Chris Day is the Monarch Montessori preschool teacher. Lisa Binus is the preschool teacher's aide. And so if you want one of those few spots that they have left, get in touch with them. Or if you want to just know more information, maybe this is your first year that you're thinking about this. Maybe preschool doesn't happen for your kids until next year. You know, you can always get more information about that. Chris, I'll ask you again the contact information for the Montessori Preschool at Family Pathways. Please call 724-841-9307. Fabulous. Lisa, it was nice talking to you again. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And Chris, thank you so much for being here and and my best to you as you go throughout the school year. Thank you for having us. And folks, thank you very much for joining us today for this segment of Let's Talk. We are out of time, but if you would like to listen to this again in its entirety and get some information that you can jot down, what you can do is go on to our website at WISR680.com, and you would pick Programs, then you pick Let's Talk, and then you would look for Family Pathways. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.